Hey there, everybody. Do you love to travel and learn about new places? Great, and you are in the right place. Join Jasmine the cat and Gracie the tortoise as they have fun traveling the beautiful United States and learning lots of cool new facts. Salutations, friends. It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat here, with Gracie, my BFF and favorite fact finder. Greetings, my friends. Are you ready for another adventure? Today, we're traveling to the state of North Carolina. Oh, good. I remember that North and South Carolina were once one colony and were named after King Charles I by his son, King Charles II. And guess what, Gracie? North Carolina is the 12th state and became a state in 1789, although it did leave the country in 1861 to be part of the Confederate states during the Civil War. That's right, Jasmine. Now, what can I add? I know. Like the other states we have visited, Native Americans were here first, and then the Europeans came here in the 1500s. As far as its location, it's south of Virginia, north of South Carolina, east of Tennessee, and west of the Atlantic Ocean. Have anything else? Here's some more geography. The Blue Ridge Mountains and the Great Smoky Mountains, which are both part of the Appalachian Mountain Range, run through the western part of the state. The Piedmont region is in the middle. This is a high, flat area called a plateau, and then in the east is the coastal plain, which is flat and ends up at the Atlantic Ocean. Ooh, sounds like we'll have lots of fun places to explore. The state bird is the cardinal, and the nickname is the Tar Heel State. What a funny name. Gracie, what is a Tar Heel? Kind of bird? Well, Jazzy, first, let's talk about tar. In the past, workers got tar from longleaf pine trees. To get tar from trees, you have to heat up the wood until it is very hot without it catching on fire. Then water and the tar drip out. This tar was used on wooden ships. How do you use tar on a wooden ship? I thought tar was just for roads. That's true. Now we use tar on roads, but it was also put on the wood of the ship to keep it waterproof. There are a couple of legends about why it's called the Tar Heel State. One is from the Revolutionary War that says that British soldiers were slowed down when they stepped in the tar, and in the Civil War, it helped the soldiers from North Carolina stay put when other soldiers ran away. Those are funny stories, Gracie. And now I know that the Tar Heel isn't really a thing, but it's tar on someone's heel. I have some cool facts, too the Venus flytrap plant. You know, that one that eats insects grows here. North Carolina also grows the most sweet potatoes in the U.S. Yummy. And grows lots of Christmas trees. I just love decorating our tree, and it smells so good. I agree. Decorating the tree is one of my favorite things to do to get ready for the holiday. Now let's move on to famous people. President James Polk was born here, and maybe President Andrew Jackson. Gracie, what do you mean maybe? Either you're born someplace or you're not. The reason why I say maybe is that he was born in Waxhaw. This is an area that is in both North and South Carolina. That must have been very confusing for him. I'm glad I know I was born in Pennsylvania. Wilbur and Orville Wright also lived here. They had the first successful air flight. Those are really cool people, but you know what? I know that a pirate lived here. Really? Why don't you tell me about him? Okay. His real name was Edward Teach, and he was from England. He went by the name of Blackbeard because he had a big, black, bushy beard. He was over six feet tall and a very fearsome pirate. He would even put long ropes in his beard and light them to look even scarier. He lived in Beaufort, North Carolina from 1717 to 1718. 
At first, he didn't bother anyone. I guess he decided to retire. But after a while, I guess he missed being a pirate because he started to do pirate raids again. Captain Robert Maynard went after him in his ship, the Pearl. At first, Blackbeard was getting away. But then, his ship got stuck on a sandbar and Captain Maynard and his crew boarded the ship. There was a super fierce battle and Blackbeard was killed and the other pirates were captured. Some people think Blackbeard had lots of buried treasure and they're always digging up the riverbanks looking for it. You can visit Beaufort yourself and try it. Jasmine, I'm impressed. You did a lot of good research. That even though he was a very fierce pirate, he never killed anyone. And as for his treasure, I'm sure that he stole and buried some gold. But most often he stole things like cloth and food, which he sold. I'm glad to know I'm getting smart like you. Now, let's get in our cute blue camper so we can go to North Carolina and discover even more. I'm all ready to go to our first stop, Asheville. It's located in the Blue Ridge Mountains. I know. I am so excited because we're going to Biltmore Estate. It was built by George Vanderbilt. It took six years to build and was finished in 1895. It looks like a French chateau, which is a French word for castle. It's called America's largest house. I guess that's because it has 250 rooms, and 43 of them are bathrooms. There is so much to do here. You can see the house, gardens, farm, and go hiking. Jasmine, now that we're here, let's get started by touring the house. Gracie, it is super beautiful in here. So very, very fancy. The fireplace in the library is huge, and there are thousands of books. I'll bet even you haven't read them all. Come on, let's go down into the basement. Oh my gosh, I see a swimming pool and a bowling alley. I don't believe it. A real bowling alley. Too bad we can't play a game. It is an extraordinary home, and the gardens are just as lovely. What a beautiful waterfall over here by Bass Pond. So much nature to enjoy. George Vanderbilt wanted to preserve and protect the land. He planted thousands of trees. There are many trails to explore. Oh, good. Gwyn rented a bike. We can have fun riding in the basket. What a wonderful day for a beautiful ride along the French Broad River. That was fun. As we leave, let's see Pisgah National Park. We can drive on the Blue Ridge Parkway. Remember when we went on the Skyline Drive in Virginia? These two roads actually meet up. Jasmine, look out the window. There's Grandfather Mountain. It's nearly 6,000 feet high. The Cherokee called it Tanawa, which means great hawk or eagle. In a Cherokee legend, this mountain was created by a great bird. The valleys were made when his wings landed. The mountains came when his wings were lifted up. What a great story, Gracie. The Native Americans have such beautiful ways of describing nature. I can just imagine that eagle landing and making this beautiful mountain. And now I'm ready to see our next stop. We're on our way to the other side of the state to visit the Outer Banks. We will be driving across the Piedmont Plateau to the coastal plain. On the way, we'll pass by the capital, Raleigh. How about to pass the time we can share some facts about Raleigh? I have one. Raleigh was named after Sir Walter Raleigh, who came here from England in the 1580s. Wow, that was a really long time ago. Great fact, Jazzy. My turn. Raleigh is called the City of Oaks because of all the stately oak trees that grow here in the city. Me again. Even though it's a city, there are lots of trails to explore. Over 180 miles of them. I've got our last fact. Raleigh is called the Smithsonian of the South. 
Well, you lost me there, Gracie. The Smithsonian is a group of museums in Washington, D.C. that are free for anyone to visit. I'm sure we will go there when we visit Washington, D.C. Raleigh itself has three wonderful museums that are also free. They have a natural science museum, art museum, and a history museum. Too bad we don't have time to tour them. Hopefully another time. Raleigh is a great place, and we're almost at the Outer Banks. You know what? They're a giant sandbar that rose up from the sea over 4,000 years ago. And did you know this area is called the Graveyard of the Atlantic? Because the rough waters around these islands caused lots and lots of shipwrecks. Yes, but now the Outer Banks are best known for their beautiful weather and beaches, along with a lot of history. Tell us about the history, Gracie. I know you can't wait. You're right, I can't. The first is an unsolved mystery from long ago. Ooh, a mystery. Tell me, tell me. It takes place on Roanoke Island, England's first try at a colony here in the New World. In 1585, Sir Walter Raleigh sent a group of 107 people with Sir Richard Greenville to live on Roanoke Island. Greenville had to go back to England for supplies, but when he came back, no one was there. It turns out they also didn't get along with the Native Americans, so they went back to England too. In 1587, John White tried again with 115 people. Soon after the people got settled in, Virginia Dare was born. She is the first child to be born to English colonists. Unfortunately, this group of people didn't get along any better with the Native Americans. John White had to go back to England for supplies and wasn't able to get back for three years. Now, are you ready? Here's where the mystery really happens. Yes, I am. When White finally returned, no one was there. It wasn't like there had been a big battle, and the only clues were the words Croatan carved on a wooden fence post and the letters C-R-O carved into a tree. So he thought they moved to Croatan Island, which is now called Hatteras Island. Before he had a chance to look for them, there was a very bad storm. By the time the storm ended, he had to go back to England. But Gracie, what happened? Did they find the people in baby Virginia? No, they never did, and it's an unsolved mystery to this very day. Some people think they did move to another island, or maybe they just all died, or perhaps they made friends with a nearby tribe and went to live with them. Another theory is that explorers from Spain found them and took them back to Spain. The colony is forever known as the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Wow, a real-life mystery. I can't believe we'll never know what happened to them. And here we are at Fort Raleigh National Park on Roanoke Island. The museum here tells all about the lost colony, just like you did. It also shares the importance of this island during the Civil War. The Union Army made this a safe place for freed slaves to live. Over here is an Elizabethan garden. It shows what gardens looked like when the colonists first came here. It's called Elizabethan Garden because at the time Queen Elizabeth I was Queen of England. She really liked fancy gardens. There are lots of statues in the garden that you can look for. I want to find the one that's for Virginia Dare. Jasmine, over here, I found it. Oh, she looks like a grown-up. I thought it would be a baby statue. Well, Jasmine, remember, many people believe that the lost colonists went to live with Native Americans. A legend is told that Virginia grew up with them, and now her spirit is still here on the island in the form of a white doe. Oh, I like the ending to that story best. Now, let's go to Kitty Hawk. I know you can tell us some super great stuff about the Wright brothers. Naturally, Orville and Wilbur Wright became interested in flight as boys, playing with a toy helicopter made out of paper, bamboo, and cork with a rubber band to make it fly. 
After it broke, they were able to make one of their own. In the 1890s, they started making airplanes in their bicycle shop. Many other people were working on planes also, but they had trouble controlling them. The Wright brothers invented the rudder, which helped steer the plane. They built their planes in Dayton, Ohio, but tested them near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, at Kill Devil Hills, because the winds are better here. In 1903, their engine-powered airplane was a success. Which brother flew the airplane? You know what, Jazzy? Orville, the younger brother, was the first to fly. Did he go really far? Like to California? No, Jazzy. He flew for 12 seconds and landed 120 feet away. Oh, Gracie, you always know such great stuff. Now here we are at Kitty Hawk. Look at the beach. I heard it's a great place to fly a kite because of all the wind. And you know what? We have a dragon kite in our camper. You're right, Jazzy. Our kite is really soaring high. Now come on, I'd like to go to the Wright Brothers National Memorial in Kill Devil Hills. Here in the Visitor Center, we can see a replica of the Wright Flyer, the famous plane, and lots of the tools they used to build it. That plane doesn't look very safe. I'm glad I don't have to ride on it. Let's go outside. Over here! It's a life-size sculpture of the plane with Orville on it. Oh my gosh, he was just holding on to the wing when he flew. That's super dangerous. But you know what? You can climb on it. I'm going to. Take a picture of me up here by him, Gracie. Look, I'm flying too. I got the perfect picture of you, Jazzy. Now look over here. This monument to them is impressive. It is 60 feet tall and has a marine beacon or light, just like a lighthouse at the top. It's gigantic. And you know what? 60 feet is like having six alligators stacked up from nose to tail. Not that I want to see that many alligators. I remember that they like to eat kitten cats. But you know what? This was a great trip. I can't believe it's time to pack up. How about airplane jokes on the way home? You can go first, Gracie. All right, here goes. What happens if you wear a watch on a plane? Hmm, let me think. Time goes faster? You're really close, but the answer is time flies. Oh, that's a good one. Now it's my turn. What kind of planes do rabbits fly? Hmm, I'm not sure. Why don't you tell me? Hair planes. Get it? Hair is another word for rabbits. So they ride airplanes. Very clever, Jazzy. Now we're ready to head for home. And you know what? My favorite place today was Kitty Hawk. How enlightening to see where modern aviation started. How about you? I just love going to Roanoke Island. I want to learn even more. And maybe someday I'll be able to solve the mystery. How about you, friends? What favorite fact will you share with someone you love? Don't forget to come back next week. We're going to go to our small estate, Rhode Island. I can't wait. So I'll see you then. Bye-bye. See you then, friends. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining Jasmine and Gracie on their adventure today. Come back next week for the next one. Hello, everybody. It's Gwen here. If you want to know more about the places we visited, just go to our website, jasmineandgracie.podbean.com, and go to the sources page, and you can find out all about the great places that we visited. See you next week. Bye-bye.